Hi y'all, it's your girl, Agent Brandy Davis, and we're here for Man Crushing It Monday. And this is my second podcast of the year, and um, it would be befitting for me to have the gentleman who puts Savage and Savage Home Group, my team leader, William Savage. So how are you doing today, Savage? Oh man, I'm doing great. <laughs> so, here on Realtors, this podcast is for all things for first year, uh, those of us who are in our first year of real estate. So whether this is your first time buying a house, your first time selling, your first time investing, or if you're on the realtor aspect of it and you're involved as an entrepreneur in real estate. So first year realtors, first year mortgage lenders, first year inspectors. What uh, our goal is, is for all of our listeners to of course listen. Uh, learn a little bit about the industry from industry professionals like yourself, and then laugh. So um, each episode of Realtor-ish is uncut and unedited because we just want to get at the heart of the information and not really uh, come across as a little hoity-toity. How does that sound to you? Like a plan. Like a plan? Absolutely. All right, so tell our listeners, which right now include my mom, and uh, my husband, uh, how did we meet? <laughs> we met at a homecoming dance. Remember my uh, mother and my husband are listening. <laughs> okay. okay, well you don't want them to know you were break dancing <laughs> in the center of the floor <laughs> to some old school music. Hey. Uh, yeah, we actually were working at the same high school and we met at a homecoming dance. And from there, you gravitated toward me and said, I want to be rich like that guy. <laughs> Those are my exact words. <laughs> uh, not exact, but I know I heard I want to be rich. Okay, fair enough. And so that's how we met. So tell me a little bit about what makes you realtor-ish or tell us your realtor-ish story. Like, who are you? They now know how we know each other, but like, what do you do when it comes to real estate? Everything from A to Z. Started real estate back in 98. Uh, a friend of mine, he had his own firm. Uh, he knew that I was a hustler, a go-getter. And he said, hey, I'm gonna pay for you to go to real estate school. Would you come and run my office? Um, and he knew I had a business mindset I said yes, took the opportunity, allowed him to pay for it, went and ran his office. Uh, we went from two agents to about 12 agents, wow. a small mom and pop shop. Uh, we developed uh, great chemistry. Uh, we produced some high producing agents. And from there, uh, real estate just became a second language to me. I thought you were gonna say it's, uh from there, it was like, uh, what is it? How does the saying go? Like, it's history from there. But when you say you started at a mom and pop, Keller Williams is not a mom and pop type shop. So what made you make that transition? Um, I reached the ceiling, and I was looking for a breakthrough, and I had the opportunity to become a core member and a franchise owner of Keller Williams and I took advantage of that opportunity um, and then I started taking more advantage of the training uh, that Keller Williams had offered 
uh, just continue to grow the business. So that's your history or how you got started in real estate. Talk about this year. What has this year been like for you? Uh, it's been great. Uh, my team has allowed me to become an air traffic controller. And air that, traffic controller. Absolutely. What does that mean? That means I'm able to sit back and get leads for them, and they go out and execute on those leads and um, just churn the business um, where I don't have to get out in the field and do as much with buyers and sellers um, because I have enough people on my team that's capable of doing that. So I said Realtor-ish is for uh, all of those who are in our, who are newbies to real estate. Uh, tell me a little bit about your team. What are you looking for as you think about growing your team for next year? Um, consistency, um, looking for consistency, looking for um, individuals that are hungry, that uh, wanna make the dollar, and people that are willing to learn the systems and follow a structure and a model. So I'm a first year realtor. I'm on your team. What are some of your advice uh, for first year realtors like me who are listening in and are like, all right, we need consistency. We need to have a hunger for their systems. But what's like some tangible advice that you would give to us? Um, to find a system that works and Remember the key things that a realtor should be doing on a daily basis, um, like lead generating, uh, lead follow-up, going on appointments, negotiating contracts, script practicing and role-playing. Um, so if you do those things every day, you'll definitely see growth in your business. And understand your database and how you need to communicate with it and add people um, people aren't going to buy a house overnight, so sometimes it might take several encounters for you to deal with that individual person to get a yes out of them. So you talk a lot about script practice and role play. Um, so I read my script book, I put it down, a couple of weeks later I might come back and revisit it. Why is it so, so every, every relative I've talked to, even uh, here at Keller Williams when we have our training classes, um, they talk about script practice, script practice, script practice. Why uh, is that so important? And how do you do it, like, for real, for real? So let's use the Baltimore Ravens, for example. Mm. They don't just go out on Sunday and play the game. They practice. They practice their plays. They practice their drills as to what they need to do to execute. So you don't wanna practice on your client when you're having that telephone conversation. You wanna practice with your partner so that you can handle objections, know what to say, and you won't sound robotic when you're talking to a client. So you're saying if we practice, we'll sound like um, Lamar Jackson? Absolutely. <laughs> if you practice, you could be an MVP. Could be an MVP. Nice. Uh, what are some of your big bucket goals um, just for December? So one of the things Realtors came about because it was one of my things I wanted to do before the year was out. And so I was like, we got 30-something days in December, 31 days in December. I'm going to knock it out. What are some of your big goals that are still outstanding for 2019? Um, 
goals that are outstanding for 2019. Well, I tell people for the real estate industry, the end of the year is actually October. And the reason I say the end of the year is October is because it roughly takes 30 to 60 days to close a deal. So you need to have everything under contract by October, no later than the 15th of November in order to see results in December. Right now, we're working on our 2020 goals and putting things in the pipeline so that we can hit the ground running come 2020 with our settlements, our closing, and our closings and getting buyers into homes and helping sellers get to the next level. So when we talk about goals for 2019 and backwards planning, what are some of the things that you would like to, this time next year, say that you accomplished? Um, I would like to say that I helped 250 families purchase new homes or sell homes. Um, I helped them achieve the American dream of getting to the next level. Uh, I built a seven-level team where it can uh, be self-sustaining, managed uh, on its own. How old were you when you talk about having 250 people get into their homes? How old were you when you got your first home? When I got my first home, I believe I was 28. Do you remember the process? Uh, like, what's the savage story that goes around you getting your first house? Uh, it wasn't a hard process. Mm -hmm. uh, it was back then, things were easy. You could state your income, and lo and behold, you signing papers. It was the mortgage paperwork wasn't as thick. Uh, they didn't do a whole bunch of tax returns and things like that. However, the system had changed drastically. And one of, I believe one of the reasons why I went and purchased a home, because I was downtown. And of course, you know me, I'm friendly Fred, talking to people and, yes. you know. Yes. Yes. However, I was, let, <laughs> I was letting them know that I was in business and I was selling real estate. And I was, as I was giving my card to a young lady, she said, do you own your home? And I said, no. And she said, well, how are you going to help me to buy real estate if you don't have a house? You can't possibly take me through the process. Mm. And that's when a light bulb turned on. Okay. And... Of course, I, hey, it's time for me to buy a house. Um, so in December, this is Kindness Month, in, uh, the month of gratitude. So tell me one thing that you're most grateful for. The agents on my team. And why? Are you just saying that because you're on my podcast? Yes and no. <laughs> no, just mess with No, the agents on my team, because they really have my back. And um, I believe they have my back is because I pour so much into them and I get a joy from seeing them 
you know, uh, go to the closing table and seeing them help others, you know, um, achieve the dream. I'm a giver. Oh, I thought you were going to expand on that. I was waiting for you to say some more about you being a giver. And speaking of being a giver, so today is Man Crushing It Monday. Tomorrow is uh, Giving Tuesday. And when you talk about you being uh, definitely a giver, one of the other hats that you wear um, is Executive Director of the West Baltimore Ravens Youth. Help me out. Let me help you out. It's the West Baltimore Ravens Youth Football and Cheerleading Program. Yes. And so uh, not too long ago, uh, I was on the group meet for our team, and um, there was a Tareem that looks an awful lot like you. Well, yeah, I think the, I think the, <laughs> I think the newscast got it wrong. Uh-huh. They put the wrong name, but they definitely had the most handsomest face that was there. So tell us a little bit about uh, what you would like for our listeners to do uh, for Giving Tuesday as it relates to your youth league. Right. So we're a nonprofit program, and we have the opportunity to take 17 young men to Florida to compete for the national championship in football. And with that, we're looking to raise $8,000 and in raising that $8,000, we've created a GoFundMe page. And if you go to the GoFundMe page and you search West Baltimore Ravens, it'll pop up and you can make a donation on Tuesday um, to the football program to help us get these kids out of Baltimore and experience some things that a lot of people have never experienced. And did you say where you're going? Yes, we're going to Florida, uh, Orlando, to play in the national championship. And I know you call them young men, but are they really young men? Yes, because we're raising young men. They're about oh, eight years old. They're eight years old. They're littles. Those are littles. No, they're, yeah, but they're super cute with those. They have. And they're, they, they're impressionable, so we have to start somewhere. Gotcha. All right. Well, thank you to the guy who put Savage and Savage Home Group. And for being my first MCM. You are quite welcome. And I want to thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. All right, so this is your girl, Agent Brandy Davis. Thank you for joining us for our episode of Real or Trish. Uh, please feel free to share this podcast with your friends and family. Um, and as always, you can find me on social media, uh, Facebook or Instagram, by putting in hashtag Agent Brandy Davis. All right, until next time.